and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzium.com. And sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. And we're back. And we're back (laughs) for our first episode of 2023. Why does it feel like it's been so long? Because it kind of has. I think we might have recorded the last episode like early or something. I don't know. Yeah. And we've had Christmas and New Year's in between. So that feels like a century. (laughs) Yeah. It has felt like a long time. I'm excited to be here with you. Yeah, me too. Even though you're not feeling well. Sorry about that. Yeah. You know what? Me too. Because now everyone has to hear my voice sounding like this. Although maybe it's a little sexy. I was going to say, maybe it's just like tradition. We'll just switch off. One of us will always sound like shit. And how fun is that? Perfect. Perfect. I mean, podcasting 101, right? I mean, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) I know you all want to hear me like sniffling and I can't really laugh properly right now, which I know is like a draw for the podcast. So I apologize. Don't worry. I do enough laughing for the both of us. (laughs) All right, well, should we start digging into some stuff? I think so. So happy new year, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back to us in 2023. So I just feel like we have to mention this. (laughs) (laughs) Pluto TV, which we have spoken of very kindly on the pod and Mm -hmm. uh, Drew's collaboration in their ad campaign. Mm -hmm. Uh, They just announced the other day that they were going to start Drew's Days. Hmm, sounds familiar. Ah, what a creative term. I wonder where they came up with that. <laughs> I'm so curious. Was that an oopsie daisy on their part for not giving us credit? Uh, and like, <laughs> yes, it's not the most like crazy creative pun, like no one else could come up with it, but the timing feels weird to me. I mean, and then didn't we also have a how do you drew done by another? Uh, Flower Hair Tools did how how drew you do that's I can't right remember anyway Either way, we're just setting trends <laughs> I guess so we're drewby trendsetters and starting with flower hair tools and pluto tv as you know they're clearly listeners I mean it would probably be a little less shady if they hadn't deleted the comment I left about it <laughs> and I like tried to make it lighthearted, and they clearly were like nope not gonna Uh-oh. get in trouble for this uh-oh I know. Maybe we need to start putting uh, some copyrights out there. Maybe we needed to trademark it. I know. Oops. That's the word I was looking for. No, copyright, trademark. What's the difference? Oopsie on us. I'm, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Any lawyers out there who want to do that for us, just yeah. you know, let us know. As a gift. Like we yeah, don't want to pay a gift. Anything. Yeah, we're not that serious <laughs> about it. <laughs> Either way, I mean, it's a very cute pun, so... Yeah, they even made like a hashtag and a graphic with it. I was just like, it's okay, really? we can just we can just flood the hashtag. That's I was kind of right. thinking of doing that. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> uh, do you know that I actually remembered something this year that's happening <laughs> that we forget almost every January? Yeah, we always think it's the wrong date. So, yeah. so I see our note here. What anniversary of the Drusium is it? Oh my gosh, it's our 17 year anniversary. We have had what? the Drusium.com online. Well, so it'll be January 15th, but mm-hmm. I think that is going to occur between this episode and the next. So. Yes. And is. I went and double checked the date because we always think it's the 16th because it was 2006, I think is why. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So I went and double checked it. It is the 15th. So, yay! Yay. Happy anniversary. That's amazing. Yeah. Happy anniversary to us. The Drusium's been alive and, 
you know, sometimes not so well, but mostly alive and well <laughs> since January 15th, 2006. Wow. It's also a trip because it's almost an adult. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so weird. And like, it's just cool that we've had this sort of partnership in Drewbeedum officially, yeah. you know, for so long. And now yeah. we're in this new this new uh phase Endeavor. of it. Yeah. yeah and i we probably worked on the drusium for like almost a year before we put it out oh at right? least several months yeah, yeah. So, so i mean what a trip time. but the... yay yay pardsy i'm glad we still work together well <laughs> yeah me too i mean that's so exciting that's yeah. really that's really cool i'm glad you remembered <laughs> me too because <laughs> so many times like i'll be like Oh, shoot. Did it just pass? Yep. Like, <laughs> I think the past like seven years we have done that. Oops. <laughs> All right. So we got ahead of it this year. Mm -hmm. We're going to skip You've Got Mail and insert that a little bit later because this is going to be a Q&A episode just to start the year off simply. Basically, the whole episode is a You've Got Mail. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> you can play the cute little sound clip of Drew before we get into that. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. You got another sound clip that you could put in here, though. Yes. What's our Drewism of the week? You know, those cool little isms that we do. Okay. So I took this one from the New People magazine, which we'll talk about. And this is Drew talking about balance, which she seems to struggle with and has talked about in a <laughs> negative way many times. Yes. <laughs> you want to read the quote? <laughs> sure. Okay. So Drew said, I've never had balance. I'm like a wrecking ball of a pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> That's very her. It kind of is similar to the, um, my core is like a fish tank on a, whatever it was. Sloshing around on a pole. <laughs> yeah, they both do have similar visuals. All right. So um, we haven't done this segment before. So you want to talk a little bit about the new segment we're introducing this week? New segment. I don't even remember how we came up with this. I think it was your idea. Uh, we're going to do a little something called This Week in Drew History because mm -hmm. we've got the files and the dates and why not share it with you guys? It's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a look back. So uh, the day that this airs for you guys will be January 10th. And so we went specifically to that date to see if there was anything worth sharing. And we have a good one. Yeah. So in 1997, on the day that this episode is released, Drew attended the Everyone Says I Love You premiere in New York with Luke. Um, Courtney Love was also in attendance. And um, this is a really beautiful look of Drew's. She's yes. got like her beautiful red hair. She's got this like kind of, I don't know if skin tight's the right word, but like a tight purple dress a beautiful black velvet coat and a seashell bracelet, which you bought me one just like it. Yeah, we talked about this in some episode. I don't remember which one it was, but we yep. talked about this bracelet and uh, the meaning behind it. And anyway, it was a gift from Luke. And this is pretty much the only time I think you can see her wearing it, but yep. she loved it. <laughs> yeah, so I can do the math easily <laughs> because, wait, can I? I was going <laughs> to say, I, no, I can't do it easily. 26 years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, put a pin in the Luke thing because we're going to talk about him in a little bit. Luke Wilson, for those All of right. you who don't know, I mean, it seems pin. obvious, but <laughs> the pin is there. Okay, let's get into it. What's new with Drew? Okay, so you're going to be presenting this as usual because you're always <laughs> paying attention. So tell me what's new. Okay, because we have a lot. Because last time we recorded, we had nothing. So um, the first one is semi new, but I just thought it was worth mentioning because we like pointing out other podcasts who do good episodes about Drew. Mm -hmm. um, there's one called the SNL Hall of Fame, 
And they basically like nominate people who have like been cast members or uh, hosts a lot and they're like creating their own hall of fame. So it's a really cute concept. And funnily enough, I found out about it or like I downloaded it the day that you told me that you had gotten a suggestion from someone that we should do an episode about her hosting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I think we're definitely going to do because now it's in my head. So I'm like ready for that. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) It's a fun listen to. I feel like they did a pretty good job. I don't feel like there was anything that I was going, nope, that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. That's refreshing. And it was fun to like, they have a lot of audio clips from her episode. So it's fun to hear because some of those I haven't seen in forever. And then other ones I kind of know by heart, you know? Yeah. So uh, go check that out. It's a good one. That's so cool. I love that. I'll have to check it out. Okay, this is small, but Bingo Blitz is back. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of assumed that that was just like a one and done thing, but no, Drew's still working with them. She must love it. (laughs) I know. There's a new commercial, which has her kind of doing the When Harry Met Sally orgasm sound. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) But she's winning Bingo. (laughs) Yes. And then they also did like a little sweepstakes with a uh, rebel homemaker and beautiful items. So like in the game, they basically have this like cooking mini game yeah. and on their Facebook group, like you could enter to win a prize pack, which I did not win just so you know. <laughs> rude. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of rude. <laughs> okay. People magazine. Yeah. Which we'll talk about, but first I have to complain. We pretty much could say this is the most common magazine in America. Yeah. 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 I think so. I can't find it anywhere. So I already told you I went to Target. Mm-hmm. I went to Walgreens and I went to CVS and that no one had any people's in their like shelving. Like they were all empty. Is it maybe it's, I just realized maybe it's a weather thing. Well, hold on. <laughs> because okay. right before we started recording this, I had to go to Barnes and Noble with Mila for something. I was like, cool, they'll have it here. They have the new issue. So skipped right over, Drew. Oh, no. <laughs> so mad. Like, of all the magazines, you would never think you'd have trouble finding. Oh, God. <laughs> so might be resorting to eBay for this one, which is so That's silly. I know. <laughs> but anyway, okay, let's talk about the magazine. I have not gotten it either, just to be clear, but I haven't tried as hard as you well, have. Well, you might be out of time. <laughs> Oh God, that's terrifying. Yeah, it is. All right, all right. (sighs) Okay, so the cover was done by Landon McMahon, who has been doing a lot, almost all of the Drew Magazine shoots. And I feel like he does some really cute, like joyful images of her. Mm -hmm. Awesome. But then inside, I think there's one or two by him. I can't confirm because I don't have it in my possession. (laughs) But then I know that there's a couple that they're like, portraying as part of the same shoot but they're actually outtakes from the 2021 issue of cherry bomb that had Mm -hmm. drew and pilar on it so Mm -hmm. uh credit to jennifer livingston for taking those they're really cute but it is kind of weird that we're like in this era where it doesn't feel like photo shoots are done specifically for magazines anymore it's more just like what do we have on file let's grab what can what can we get from agencies yeah that's cute and exactly 
kind of weird. It's exciting to have her on a cover. Oh my I mean, gosh. Other than Drew Mag, you know, like it's totally, it's, it's fun. And I don't know when the last time she was on People Magazine. You know what? When we originally found out about this, I made a mental note to count how many covers she's done for people. And I totally forgot to do it, but it's oh, like at it's, least 10. Yeah, it's got to be. We'll have to well, follow in, up on that. In my time. head, I think of like three from like early years. Yeah. Right yeah. there, there's three. And yep. then the um 1994 marriage to Jeremy Thomas one yeah and then there's a bunch of like the kind of boring ones in the 2000s Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I say boring I just mean like the photo shoots aren't that exciting I guess or they're like shared with other people on the cover or something um I don't know is there another one that she shares with anybody I don't know we don't have to speculate on it okay yeah (laughs) maybe we can give it maybe we'll clarify next week that's a good idea let's try to do that okay Okay. All right. So, so tell me about Celebrity IOU, which I have yet to watch, but Uh, you have to watch it. I just watched it last night. I will. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but you can purchase episodes by themselves on YouTube. I think it was $2. I was like worth it because I don't have cable as I'm sure a lot of people don't anymore. Yep. Um, so yes, she did the surprise home makeover for her wonderful friend, makeup artist, Deborah Ferrulo, who has been so kind to us. And so like just really engaging and warm and welcoming. I'm basically planning on asking her to come on the show. I was just going to say, (laughs) we've got to, you have to, right. Especially now that she just did like this, like she might be like, Oh, I'm in the, like, not in the limelight, but I'm like like, in the public eye. Yeah. And she's just so like, if you go check out her Instagram, like she's so nice. She responds to all the comments. So she said like today, it was the most incredible gift from the most incredible person. She wrote that to us. Sorry. I meant to clarify. Oh, I know. So she's great. And it was really fun. There's some really cute photos of the two of them that were shared that I didn't recognize. So that was fun. Cool. And, uh, they did an amazing job. Like her house looks so great. I told you it's in South Pasadena. Yeah, which was my home for nine years. And then I realized, isn't that where you saw her? I saw her at a Home Depot in Alhambra, but it was like, that's the closest Home Depot to South Pasadena. So yeah, I was like, that makes sense. She's local. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's just really great. Like it's Drew, of course, gets really emotional almost the entire episode (laughs) and talking about how much they mean to each other. And yeah, it's great. Definitely worth the $2. Check it out. Enjoy it. And Drew's design really comes through in such a beautiful way everything is just gorgeous that's so great I can't wait to watch it yeah okay next 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 Um, (laughs) there is a lot (laughs) I know I'm like out of breath already so (laughs) Drew kind of came back from what I would call like Christmas vacation where there was just nothing going on with her you know I'm sure she was enjoying her family time and privacy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she came back to announce that she was doing this 10-day fitness challenge with Marnie Alton, who she's been friends with and worked with forever. Yeah. And it's just been really cute because she's been posting like the nicest, most, I don't know, vulnerable, honest. And like heartwarming. Yeah. The videos have been so good. So can you clarify? So it's like, it's for this app, Embody, which I guess they were like launching the app or something, right? I don't know if it was just launching or they're just promoting it or so if I wasn't pregnant right now, I would probably have done this because yeah. I've done some of Marnie's online workouts and they're very much in the vein of what I like to do, like nice. kind of dance bar related. Yeah. 
but you know, I'm not going to spend the money on the app to have a bunch of exercises I can't do right <laughs> yeah, that, makes sense. that aren't safe. So the other thing I was unclear about, cause it's like, it's like supposed to be like collaborating with Drew, but in what way is it collaborating with Drew is what I was unclear. Yeah, about. I'm not totally sure about that myself. I think it's kind of just like, Hey, Drew's doing this right now. You, you should do it right now too. Like, okay, we're in this together, but not like, I don't think she's like literally on the app. Um, but yes, I've loved the videos that she's been posting. They're me really too. sweet. And they yeah. have been um, inspiring to me because it's really easy to be lazy when you're pregnant. <laughs> at least um, yesterday and today don't count because I, I, I haven't been good about it. But before that, I think I was up four days in a row where I did something active, whether it was yoga or taking a walk. So, and awesome. I was like, yeah, I like felt inspired by Drew and you know, what, that's a new thing, feeling inspired by Drew. <laughs> and also happens. like you have like found such like help. And I think it's okay for us to talk about this, like help with your own mental health, as far as like working out goes. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a big thing that I wish it was honestly more of a focus when it comes to like, yes, it is about your body, but it's sort of more about like your mental health than totally. anything else. I hope to get back into it at some point, <laughs> but, but yes, it's exciting to see Drew being vulnerable as always. And I mean, yeah, we're always inspired by her. So any more excuse to be inspired by her? Like, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus I love like her kind of at home, personal little Me confessional too. videos. They just feel very special that we get Me that too. access. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've got one last thing to talk about. All right. Let's hear it. All right. Kate Hudson was on the Drew Barrymore show this week, which is still like a mishmash of reruns and new stuff. It's, I don't know what's going okay. on, but That's this is a new one. And by new, I mean, it hadn't aired before, but it was technically filmed last year. I found out, but anyway, <laughs> um, it's a really fun one. So there's at least three segments. I believe if you go to the drewbarrymoreshow.com and go to videos there, I wouldn't go to the YouTube because I think there's only one and okay. they are just really fun together. Like there is a definite like chemistry between her and Drew where they are just having a blast. Like it was really adorable, really fun interview. But anyway, they talk about the Wilsons because Drew dated Luke, as we all know, and uh -huh. uh, Kate had dated Owen. And they just kind of were chatting like, oh, do you ever hear from them? And they're both like, no. <laughs> and uh, Drew said that Luke was in talks to come on the show at some point. Okay. But dropped out for, I think, scheduling reasons. But she was kind of like, I don't really know if it was truly scheduling reasons. Like, oh, yeah. She she's like, that? yeah, she's like, he's probably afraid that she's going to ask like complicated questions or something. Yeah. She said he's probably afraid that he, she, like, he's more private and that he would come on the show and she'd be like, let's talk about everything. Basically. Oh I know. So it was really funny. And then uh, they were kind of like, oh, do you have their phone numbers, you know? And Drew's like, I might have Owens, but like, oh, maybe I have Luke's. And Kate was like, we should call him right now on the show. <laughs> so they, they go to commercial and they come back and Drew has her phone. She's like, all right, I, I have someone named Luke in my phone. Let's call him. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> so they call and they're like, they're both like, is this Luke? And the guy's like, yeah. And they're like, Luke Wilson and he's like no <laughs> and then Kate was like how do you know Drew Barrymore and he's like oh I was in never been kissed with her <laughs> so then they, then they like start talking to him and it was really cute and he was really cool about it you know he was definitely like this is weird but he went with it and it was really fun so I was like okay I gotta figure out who this is yeah 
So I went and checked IMDb and the only Luke or Lucas I could find um, was someone who was in Ozo Motley. Oh. So then I like kind of for some reason like dismissed that as like that can't be who it is and then I kind of moved on and then he actually posted on Instagram a clip of it this week (laughs) so it was him he actually goes by the name cut chemist he's the DJ okay my brother's a fan of his I didn't I didn't know that he was an Ozo Motley as the DJ like I had no idea that's so great yeah it's really funny he had a really good like uh attitude about it and I left him a comment from the Jerseum and he responded and said like it was really hilarious or something like that but that's great it's that's really so fun funny. like I just basically spoiled the whole thing but it's still worth watching no that's that's really funny I am I'm trying to imagine what it would have been like if it was actually Luke Wilson oh I know well I feel like I was kind of stoked that she talked about like trying to get him on the show because we're definitely here for like any sort of reunions. Yeah. Right. Especially I we've talked about Luke a lot. I think that we've talked about recommending Luke for the show. I I feel like we I think we said something like that. I mean, maybe not, but I feel like we did. We're definitely here for it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But either Drew or Kate like talks right to the camera and says like, Luke, come on the show. (laughs) So I feel like it can happen now. He kind of has to now. I mean, he can, you know, negotiate with her a little bit about like privacy and I don't know. (laughs) But she probably, she probably like they were together for on and off for a few years. And he might feel like, I don't know, it's too vulnerable still. I don't know. Well, also with the stupid media picking up that just tiny little soundbite of Drew saying they were in an open relationship which I you know we've talked about before isn't 100% true but whatever (laughs) yeah yeah okay so that's all I got Woo! you guys are up to date yay thank you for all those updates thank you for keeping up on it I'm I'm glad I have you as my partsy 17 years and going (laughs) (laughs) you've got mail All right, so our weekly topic is one big you've got mail, (laughs) basically. Well, sort of. Yeah. So this week we decided after our week off um, that we needed to just do something kind of easy. After the holidays, we were feeling, I should say, I'm feeling exhausted. I'm getting ready to move across the country in just a few days. Major. (laughs) And I've been a little sick. And so, you know, we felt like this would be a way to do something that we can just kind of talk off the cuff a bit. And so Ashley posted, asked some people to submit questions they had for us about our podcast, about the Drusium, about Drew, and and then this is what we were, what we got, yeah, what we, what we decided we wanted to tackle. So should we jump right in? Yeah, let's do some Drew and A's, <laughs> <laughs> which we like the sound of because it's like we're the A's, yeah. <laughs> Drew and us, the A's. You know, the only A's. Nobody else has the name starting with A. Nope, we're special. Okay, so Jessica asked, when Drew was a child, how many times was she a guest of Disneyland's anniversaries? That was an interesting question. Like, when I read it at first, I was like, why would someone ask that? Because it's just the 1985 one. Yeah. But then I thought, oh, there could be some, like, convolution or confusion because she did the 1982 opening of Epcot in Disney World. Because I was going to say two, and then I was like, wait, no. So, yeah, I think you're exactly right. So I love that. Uh, I remember when I first saw the 1985 one, because I love Disneyland. We both love Disneyland. Yes. We've both been going our whole lives. Yes. 
And I remember there was this website, it might even still be out. It was called Doom Buggies and it's like a haunted mansion yeah. website. I bet yeah. you it's still out because it was I think it is. Book. I think it was a big website. Yeah, but we're talking like 1999 that I saw this because I know what dorm room I was in. Oh, nice. <laughs> but they had like a clip of Drew outside the Haunted Mansion from this special. And I remember thinking that was like the coolest thing. Like yeah. I've been there and there she is, which is so funny because now, you know, that's happened so many times. It doesn't feel like a big deal anymore. But <laughs> to my 17 year old self, it was really exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, regarding the 1982 Epcot thing, you've got some really neat, Maybe I have one too. Um, I think we both have a few of those really cool photos. Yeah, like there's the press, some good photos press photos. That, yeah, that were printed for that. Actually, um, I want to say something else about that. Also yeah. from 1999, I had a weird psychic moment with, with that <laughs> where, because I used to like check the TV guide every week. I think I might have mentioned this before. Like the yeah. one that came in the newspaper, I check it every week because there was no other way to know who was going to be on the talk shows or whatever. Uh -huh. Anyway, I had this moment where I just had this weird feeling and I don't even know how I knew this existed at that time, but I just had this feeling to put on the Disney channel and that it was going to be on. And I did and it was. <laughs> So what? I, I have it recorded on VHS because I was always ready to record. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, it was like the weirdest, like it's on right now. I know it is, but like, I hadn't seen it in the TV guide. That was sort of my point. And there it was. So that's awesome. Yeah. But I don't know how I would have even known about its existence back then. Yeah. Kind of weird. Really weird. I just did a quick Google, uh, just like Drew Barrymore Disneyland. And there's some stuff on YouTube. Oh, yeah, you can definitely see clips now, but okay. back then it felt extraordinary to see something. Absolutely, <laughs> especially like turning on the TV, like to yeah. have to turn on the TV. Okay, so I don't like just turn on the TV now. That's not something I no, do anymore. it's not a thing. But th it's very rare if I do that there's something I want to watch. You know what else? <laughs> like totally on a tangent, but I just like want to mention this. When I was going into labor with Mila mm -hmm. and I first got to the hospital and they took me into the room, yeah. the TV was on and it was a Drew CoverGirl commercial. And I was like, this Aww. is a good sign. <laughs> like right when you got in there? Yeah. Like right when I walked in. That's amazing. And then I was like, turn the TV off. <laughs> I saw what I needed and now I don't want that distraction. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I needed. I just yeah. needed that one beautiful it was moment. It's just a great sign though. <laughs> and I'm guessing the TV was like, was it like up attached to the like ceiling? Yeah, whatever, so however she was, they have it. So yeah. she was literally looking down on you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, amazing. let's go on to the next question. So this one comes from Katie. And Katie asks, how did it feel first seeing Drew in person? And when was the last time you saw her? So we're going to have different answers on these. So why don't yep. you go first? Okay. So the first, the first time I saw Drew in person, I think I mentioned, then I'll talk about how I felt. So the first time I saw her was at a book signing for writing Cars of Boys in October of 2001. And I was overwhelmed because at that time it was like early, it was like only like within three years of me becoming a fan so I was like very that, it was very rich weird to think about yeah I basically started tearing up immediately because it was overwhelming I was just overwhelmed that's the most I can really explain very exciting and very overwhelming and then the last time I saw her so you've seen her more recently than I have yeah and I actually don't know it would have been one of the book signings so 2000 17 that when we decided wildflower was I think so I can verify that really quick this is kind of funny because we're always such like 
pieces of shit about people don't know dates but with the more recent Drew stuff it is it's hard in our heads but also the thing is that we are checking because we want to be right that's true that's that's assume (laughs) yeah so let me just check wildflower 2015 wait is that that right oh god (laughs) damn it i think it is (laughs) okay so yeah so november 4th 2015 was the last time i saw drew i guess oh it's been so long seven years so yeah i don't really know how else to describe how it was seeing drew in person all right so let's hear your answer okay so first time I saw her you were with me and it was when she went on the tonight show in January 2003 to promote confessions of a dangerous mind mm-hmm. and I remember were we in the front row or the second row we were right right up Ooh, there I think the second row yeah that feels I, right we were me. we were close each time but I feel like we were like second row yeah so uh I just remember like the most if I'm just like off the cuff first thing I think of is how tiny her features all were yeah (laughs) like her face felt very tiny and like delicate and beautiful and that was like the main thing I noticed and then I think I was just kind of like in shock you know um we briefly briefly talked to her after the show like she was literally rushing away and I just feel like it was like a blur so that would be my first time. And yeah. then the last time was when Jolena and I attended the Drew Barrymore show taping in LA in September, 2021. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately you were in Maine and yep. still feel so wrong that you weren't there. I know. I know. <laughs> um, and that was incredible. And like, just very, very familiar and natural feeling, um, but also still super exciting. And you can tell in the photos that I'm totally geeking out so I was yeah. I wasn't as chill as I thought I was <laughs> <laughs> two things I was gonna say like don't you feel like she always seems tiny yeah and I think yeah. it just stands out in my mind for that first time because yes. it was the first time I ever saw her in I was gonna say I definitely felt that too the first time um but I also feel like every time I'm like how could somebody like so big in our hearts and our minds be so <laughs> tiny? And like, we've been able to, we've been lucky enough to like hug her, like embrace her. And when you do, it doesn't feel like a tiny person. Like she True. gives big hugs. Yeah. I was going to say, she doesn't feel frail or anything. Yeah, No, no, no. But she's just like, I don't know, like a larger than life person, right? you know, but like a, in a very small stature, like she's yeah. just, yeah. It's funny. I was just talking about it last night because Mila watched Celebrity IOU with me. Okay. And those property brothers, they <laughs> they're like massive. Giants. <laughs> so Mila was like, I can't tell if they're really big or she's really small. And I, I was like, both. I think it's both. Yeah. <laughs> and I was telling her she's actually very tiny. Like people always comment on that when they see her in person. So yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So we could talk about that forever, but let's, let's go on to our next question. So Steve asked, what was the first Drew movie you saw at the cinema? So this is crazy that when I read that question, I did not know off the top of my head. And Mm. I don't know that I've ever thought about this before. Okay. How weird is that? I mean, it's not that weird, but are you thinking, because are you thinking you're pretty sure you saw something else before you were a fan? I know exactly what it is now, but I really had to like go and think about it hard. Okay. Because for me, it was, I w- didn't go to the movies a lot when I was younger. 
So it would have been ever after for me. But I want to hear because okay. it, it sounds like you went through like a whole kind of figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, because there it. were a lot of like possibilities and there were definitely movies that I saw like on video mm-hmm. prior. But um, if we're going to talk about movie theater, mm-hmm. the first one would have been Scream, which is oh, cool. pretty cool. <laughs> but I've never put that together until Steve asked this question. So that's so cool. I'm really happy to know that. Thank you, Steve, for bringing that to my attention. (laughs) And that would have been April 97 because I went to the re-release. I was too scared to go originally. And then after that, I saw almost every single one of our movies in the theaters, but not all of them. I I don't think I ever made it to Home Fries, weirdly enough, even though I had a poster from a movie theater of it. Okay. And then, you know, some of the more recent ones that like, you know, that's sort of different, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I went with to go see Home Fries, but I know I did because I have a movie to stub. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) A ticket stub somewhere. Love that. Okay. I love Um, that question. Me too. I'm like really stoked to know that. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Moving on. Let's go to a question from Christian. Um, actually two questions and he wants to know what is the most special Drewby moment you two ever had and what is your favorite Drew encounter of all time so I guess those are slightly different like Drewby moment to me is just like being a fan in general would you mm-hmm. agree okay I think so too yeah there's not like a specific moment that I can think of that um that stands out as special like it's just I've had a lot of experiences being a fan that yeah I know. I was kind of thinking about that too. Like, I mean, obviously all of the access and encounters we've had with Drew because of this mm-hmm. are like the, the most special and we can go into our favorites, but um, I don't know. I feel like I really enjoy obviously the collective thing about being a Drewby, all the friendships that we've made. Yeah. That, that one kind of stumped me. It's a really good question. Yeah. I almost feel like I now I'm seeing that the next question is almost the same. Well, not <laughs> yeah. really. Um, um, I guess I would say I've had some really cool, like exciting things. Like when I got a package from Nancy Javonin. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. You should, just, you should explain that. Okay. So I happened to go to college with a guy who was Nancy's cousin mm-hmm. and he obviously knew I was a huge Drew fan you just had to walk into my dorm room and you would know (laughs) and he ended up telling Nancy about me and she sent me a package of stuff from Flower Films which like out of nowhere like I didn't do anything to initiate it and I still remember I got it December 2000 I still remember like going to the mailbox and finding it and like hyperventilating (laughs) did it did it say like from Nancy Juvonen I don't remember what the outside said. It might've just said flower films, but there was a handwritten note from Nancy inside and uh, all kinds of cool, like flower films, movie memorabilia and a Donnie Darko poster, which is crazy because it was almost a year before that movie was released. Whoa, and I forgot that, I you, that they sent a Donnie Darko poster. Yeah. That's so rad. And, and it's probably everybody... like a teaser poster or something. Yeah, the font is a little different. And then everybody in the office signed it, including Drew. So that was like, oh I my God, that... I forgot about that. <laughs> Holy know. shit. It's in horrible condition, which is sad. But um, I think that was the first time I ever got like an authentic, for sure, Drew signature. I, that would probably have been it. So that was really exciting at that time. That's really cool. Yeah. So I guess that's, that's, you had a good out of my answer. mind. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I don't really have a good answer for this special Drewby moment, but can I answer for my favorite Drew encounter of all time? Okay, I, I have an I answer. I can. For this. I, we probably have the same answer. I mean, my answer is when we went to the offices and got to talk to her. Yeah. Um, went to the Flower Films offices on, when it was still on Santa Monica Boulevard. Yep. Right? In and West Hollywood. We went there, I, I think it was to deliver a birthday gift. Yes. And 2009? 2011. Oh, 2011. Okay. Yeah. We'd been uh, coordinating with Chris Miller about it. And yep. he was really welcoming and like, yep, come on by. And we did not know if Drew would be there or not. <laughs> because yep. there had been a time previously when we went... And she was there, but she was like upstairs doing an interview. Do you remember yes. this? Yes, I do. And I think who told us? Was it Chris? I think so. Yeah. And it was still amazing like to go and like hang out with him and see the offices and stuff. But yeah. that was like very like, oh man, she's right there. Okay. So, so there, there were two things <laughs> out that I remember about going to those offices too. So um, this is just kind of just because that moment was so magical and I don't know if it was the first or second time we went but in the bathroom mm. there was a there was a chair that looked so much like a chair that I have like a yellow beautiful they call it like a slipper chair it's a really small upholstered chair like a vintage chair and on it if I'm remembering correctly yes wait was there a photo of John Barrymore yes and the crazy thing was before we had left your house to go there we had taken taken a picture, a picture on my chair of <laughs> of whatever framed photo yes. we gave her. Yes, <laughs> it was weird. All right, do you? Uh, so that was your also your favorite Drew encounter was that encounter? Yeah, I mean that one to just like first of all be hanging out in flower films. We've always really loved the flower films offices and like the yeah. idea of going there was always just like oh my god, magical fantasy. Yep. And so getting to do that and then getting to spend quite a bit of time with her and give her the gift and see her reaction and like take photos with her, like all of it was just, that one was really epic. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Um, and we have some really cool pictures of us together. And I yeah. believe I had my good camera with me. So I think that they're like- They're great photos. High quality Chris pictures. took them. Um, yep. And yeah, I think like the most commonly used photo of us with Drew, because I think it's the only one of just you, me and her yeah, uh, would true. be from this time. So that's true. you guys have probably seen it, but we'll share it again on the episode page. Yeah, make sure you check out the episode page. <laughs> Howdy, Howdy Drewbies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years, and they take care of all of our website needs for thedrewzam.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration quite a yep. few times, but then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. 
We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, and if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us. I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course. <laughs> All right. So next question is from Rumblefish Online asking, what has been the most rewarding thing about being a Druby or starting a podcast? So we have different answers for these things, I would say for sure. Yeah, those are definitely two different things in my yeah, mind. So, so first, what's the most rewarding thing for you about being a Druby? And I think it's probably going to be just about the same answer for both of us. Yeah, I don't think you can get around the fact that it's just the connections, the friendships that we have made through being Drubies. We've talked yep. about it a lot. Um, in fact, if you want to hear a really good conversation about it with our friend Jolina, yeah, you can go listen to our Drew Encounters episode. I think it's number 16. Yep. And we really talk about that experience and the friendships that we made. I mean, there are so many of them and we still are friends with all these people and have such a great connection. Yep. It's a trip whenever I'm like trying to explain to somebody, I'm like, oh yeah, there's this person, Anita, that I've been talking to. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've known them as like a Druby for over 20 years. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like our friendship or whatever, like our connection, it has way surpassed that. And yes, yes, like my connection with you is still very much ingrained in that, but it's not like our connection started that way and just continues to foster that way. But like you're one of my best friends. Jolina is one of my best friends. Like I have all these connections with people all over the world because of being a Druby. Yeah. Like including the, including the person who asked this question, like it's amazing. I know. And I would also say that those friendships, they started from that, like as the seed, but they're not like the base of it like it's not like our friendships hinge on only talking about drew like these friendships are all like way beyond that at this point like little branches have gone out it's kind of even hard to describe like it's almost like I could easily forget that that's how I know these people absolutely you included like it's like not that I could but like I could almost be like oh yeah where did I meet them again totally online you know (laughs) and then to answer like what's the most rewarding thing about starting this podcast I think it's that we're able to share this information that's just in our brains. Totally. That's a great answer. And that people are listening. Like, it's really rewarding that, like, <laughs> that we have fun. that we have kind of, like, a, a repeating audience that seems to be coming back, like, small but mighty. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, I would totally agree with you. Um, I definitely feel like I'm this weird walking encyclopedia of Drew information. <laughs> and, like, sometimes I get frustrated when I see you know, uh, misinformation online about her. Cause I just like want to be the expert and <laughs> yep. spread the truth. So it's cool to have this venue to do that. I love uh-huh. that. And I love just like sort of reliving uh, the nostalgia of the early days of, you know, everything that we did as fans, like that part is really enjoyable. And I think there's a lot of people out there who like the podcast for that reason. Totally. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. Having any amount of listeners is so cool. Like we're so grateful for you guys, especially yep. those of you who didn't maybe come to the pod because you're our friends already. Like <laughs> yes. you're extra special. Yeah. <laughs> no, we love you all equally. <laughs> <laughs> we think. Yeah. <laughs> Send us a mail and we'll decide who's the best. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Okay, our next question comes from Timo, and Timo wants to know, if you guys had an opportunity to work with Drew in one of her movies, which film would it be in which roles? Great question. Mm. Do you have a... Work with Drew in what capacity? Like, be in the movie, I think, as an actor, because he said which roles. Hmm. Do you have an answer for that? I'd probably want to be one of the students in Donnie Darko. (laughs) But not like one of the, I'd want to be like one of the students that's just there. Like not one of the, like not Gretchen. Okay. Although maybe I would want to be Gretchen. You I could do, do love Gretchen. Because <laughs> then I you do... can make out with Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. <laughs> my answer is Gretchen from Donnie Darko. And I would like to be, have Drew be my teacher. <laughs> that is such a good answer. <laughs> I like struggled a little with this one. And do I want to l- kill Drew and scream. <laughs> No, we'll let our buddy Lee do that. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I I kind of landed on, I think the most fun would be Whip It. So Ooh, I would be choice. happy to be a Hurl Scout. I don't know that I could be like Kristen Wiig and be that funny. And I don't have the <laughs> stunt skills of Zoe Bell. I don't, Maybe I could be one of the Manson sisters and just... <laughs> Although I don't think I look tough enough. You but know my... what? I think that you and I should be the Manson sisters. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Okay. That's my new answer. That's the new answer. But I thought like just the fun like team kind of like girl friendship and like totally. Drew directing it. Like that would be one of the most fun for me. And what a cool way to like, I mean, we're talking about getting in shape or like working out. Like, <laughs> right. What a, fun, what a fun way to get in shape is to like be a you know a fake roller derby girl I'm here for it <laughs> or real we could become real all right so that was a really cool question thanks Timo okay so Katie asked is there a particular genre of film you would love to see Drew do good one mm-hmm. yeah I like that question I just kind of immediately go to the types of movies she never does anymore so you know, I think she's really she's stated many times she's really only interested in doing like movies that make you feel good mm-hmm. <laughs> and not here for like dark, heavy stuff. Okay. So I kind of want to see her do dark, heavy stuff, Me too. you know, whether Me it's too. drama or thriller or whatever, something in that vein, just mm-hmm. something totally opposite from what she's done for a long time. That's yeah. where I go. I like that answer. I definitely remember seeing and like, you know, put a little problematic potential around this name, but I'm um, <laughs> seeing a Quentin Tarantino movie and being like, God, I would love if he cast Drew in one of his movies, like just Ooh, to be so different, different and outside the like boundaries of what she's done for the last 10 years. Okay. This is not really a genre. I feel like I would like to see her play a mom now that she's a mom. Cause she, cause she, I know she did in Santa Clarita diet, but that's different. Cause it's like, she's a zombie, <laughs> she's, <laughs> but it maybe see her play a mom in like a drama film. Okay. And I know like riding cars with boys, it counts, but like, she wasn't a mom then. Yeah. Very true. Maybe see her play one in a way that she feels like is true to herself as a mom. I don't know what that would look like. Yeah. That she could like pull from her real exactly. life. Yeah. Okay, so cool. I don't know what genre that, whatever genre I'm thinking more like drama or something like that, but with like lighthearted elements because I can think of her as a mom that way. So, well, we know she loves a mother daughter story. So that feels very, (laughs) very possible. (laughs) That's totally true. So, Vako would like to know Has Drew's music taste affected yours in any way? Hmm. Love this. 
Yeah. So, it's so like insightful. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know that it has necessarily. Oh, interesting. I'm trying to think. What about for you? I definitely have a specific example. Oh, I thought of one. Okay. I wonder if it's the same. <laughs> uh, mine is Mazzy Star, I think. Oh, that's a good one. Blue Light. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I definitely downloaded that song because of Drew. <laughs> and, but what was, what was the story? Was it that like that was... I got the story. You want to know? Yeah. Let me walk into my encyclopedia brain. (laughs) (laughs) Flip open the pages. Um, So when her and Eric had like ran into each other a couple times and then finally like hung out alone together in his room, he had a blue light in the room. And she said, oh my gosh, it's like my favorite song that says there's a blue light in my best friend's room. And he put the song on and then they made out for the first time. <laughs> ah, that's so great. Yeah. So I, I loved that, that story. Um, so what's your story? Because I, I, I'm trying to think of other things. When I, when I was first a fan of Drew, um, I don't, I was listening to like, Nine what Inch would I Nails. been listening to? But that was until later. So like oh, 1998, okay. I was listening to like alternative radio. Yeah. Same. And then by the time I was like really, really into her, I was like into industrial and like goth music. So that wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have affected my musical taste. So I'm curious what you're like, because you feel, you seem like you were like, oh yeah, but. I think you'll have the same. I would say the strokes because oh. I feel like I got really into the strokes when she was dating Fab. And I still love them and like have seen them in concert and all that. And I don't know if I would have quite gone, gotten as into them if she hadn't been dating Fab. That's, that's true. So that that's, was the first thing that came to that's mind. That's true. I never got like super, super into them, but I do have a couple of their albums and I do enjoy them. And yeah. I, think you're, I think you're right that it, I'm sure it was at least encouraged by her dating Fab. Yeah. Which by For the way, sure. sometime we'll have to tell the story, the stories about meeting him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, so um, next question, sort of related. Jared asked, what's her favorite Beatles song? Great question. And she, Drew loves the Beatles, in case you didn't know. I grew up listening to the Beatles. My mom loved the Beatles. Oh, like, see, I did not. And I feel like potentially I've also gotten into them because of her. Okay, be- and th- that's a, you know, a group that like I feel like I know some people like to pretend they don't like the Beatles, but I feel like <laughs> everyone just, likes like, cool the Beatles. cool to say that you don't. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone does a little bit. Like, even if you're like, I don't like them, it's like, wait, you don't like, like, here comes the sun? Like, right. you, don't, yeah. you don't like, like, I don't, I want to hold your hand? Like, how do you, you know, I don't know. But um, <laughs> we both, we talked about this a little bit, and we, what song did we agree we thought was her favorite? We both came up with I will at least Mm -hmm. at some point she said that was her favorite and I definitely associate that song with her um there's a couple others we mentioned that we know she likes like Julia because we Mm -hmm. remember her singing that on the Rosie O'Donnell show as part of a little anecdote yep I can't think of any others that she mentioned but I think it's worth mentioning that when we asked Matt Costa to (laughs) perform our um, theme song which he gracefully did for us we asked for kind of a Beatlesy vibe that's so, right oh my gosh I didn't even put that together when you were when you brought him up I was like oh I've been thinking about that too but I was gonna say I couldn't remember if Norwegian Wood was a song that Drew had mentioned or if I just liked that because Matt 
used to play a cover of it. <laughs> oh, I do love Norwegian Wood. Me too. And it's like, I have that like feeling of like sentimentalness about it. Yeah. And it's like, well, is it because of this or because of this? Yeah. <laughs> Which person I'm a fan of. I'm curious, but also this makes me want to like, if I ever come across her mentioning a Beatles song in an article and I'd be like, oh, we have to clarify that from episodes Yeah, prior. we'll definitely keep an eye on it. And you know what else? I just want to mention, so most of you probably know I live in Las Vegas and one of our shows here, one of the best shows is Cirque du Soleil's Beatles Love. And uh, my family, we happen to have a friend in the show. She's been a longtime friend of my husband's and we're very close with her and she's in the show. And so I've gotten to see it so many times it's almost embarrassing I'm so lucky and I haven't seen it yet so I'm oh gonna my have God. to like beg you to take me <laughs> I know I we always get them like last minute but yep. if you ever come we'll just make a plan and you know frequently there are celebrity guests and they like um uh, she's one of the featured people so she's usually pictured with the guests backstage cool. but it's wild that I've never seen anything of Drew being there I yeah. can't imagine she hasn't gone to it before Ooh, I really want to know now that I'm saying this I feel like it's gonna happen really soon <laughs> probably <laughs> oh my god text Jordan and be like um just FYI randomly Drew's probably gonna more come. comes <laughs> Please let me know. Well, the crazy thing, it was the first time I saw it. So they do usually do two shows a night. The very first time I saw it, the, I went to the earlier show. And at the later show, the entire band of No Doubt went. And I oh was like, oh my God, are you devastated. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> That's the shit that happens to me. That's one of Ashley's favorite bands of yeah. all time. Probably your favorite band of all time. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess Silver Chair might be up there. Yeah, it goes back and forth. <laughs> this is off topic. We're talking about Drew's musical taste. I know. Now let's just talk about what we like. <laughs> All right. So Amanda asked, Drew has put out a lot of products over the years. If you had to choose, which one is your favorite? Oh. And this is fun because if you go back a couple episodes, I think it's number 18. We did mm-hmm. a whole episode on Barrymore Brands and all of her different products. So just uh, go back and listen to that if you really want to get detailed, but we can do a quick answer. Do you have yeah. one? I'm trying to think because I have to think of like one product. I know that's hard. <laughs> that is really hard actually. Cause now I'm like second guessing my answer. <laughs> I want to hear yours. Cause I'm still trying to think. I guess if I'm just going to be like the one I use the most, mm-hmm. which maybe isn't a hundred percent the same answer, but um, would either be warrior princess mascara mm-hmm. <laughs> or my beautiful toaster oven oh I love that <laughs> but like if I was gonna say favorite it'd probably be either flower press or drew magazine because I get the most fulfillment out of those yeah if we're talking about like which like kind of part of her brand or like what I'm the most excited about Ooh, yeah so I, I agree on what I'm ex- most excited about but like as far as products that I've used I'm kind of going like also flower beauty and um beautiful so yeah for flower beauty I can't remember what the product was called but it was like that foundation stick that I really oh loved. yes I think it was called um skin cognito it was yeah so skin cognito stick which I don't think they have anymore but it was like one of the first foundations that I actually like really liked because I'm not a makeup person, but it was like really easy to put on. I could spread it with my fingers. Like you, it was literally like a big crayon. Yeah, it was And you fun. could just kind of like put it on where you needed it, rub it in and it was like, great. So I loved that product. 
as far as beautiful goes, I was thinking about my appliances. So that's so funny. I swear I'm not copying you. Um, <laughs> I, believe, I was yeah. thinking about, because I've gotten really into like drinking coffee and tea. So I like my oh, electric kettle from you beautiful. Have the kettle. And, yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of this stuff, but that's one that I started to use almost immediately when I got it. Um, so I love my kettle. Oh, that's a great answer. It's then. funny that we both answered like from the same stuff, coincidentally. <laughs> well, I guess those are the ones we use the most. Makes and sense. I'll probably think of something later like, oh, like we talked about in, in our brands episode, we talked about how much we loved Dear Drew and that we wish it had yeah, stuck around. We do love that stuff. I just, I was just packing up my stuff and I found like the t-shirt that I had gotten and I found two scarves by Dear Drew that I like put away. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, speaking of, and this yeah. is upsetting and hopefully I we've talked about how our collections are both a little bit in disarray right now uh, from yes. sort of moving things around. But I was just like cleaning out old photos from my iCloud. And I found a picture of a Dear Drew shopping bag and tissue paper, and I have no recollection of having them or where they are. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a shopping bag. I'm wondering if Tess got them for us because she's the only she person that we know that went there. So I mean, and they were probably, I think it was big, right? Yeah, so... it's cool. I really want to find it and put it on the Drewsium. I don't remember the tissue paper though. That's super cool. Yeah. Okay, so Tanya asked... Do you think it would be fun if Drew went back to her bleach blonde, short and curly hairstyle? Yes. <laughs> you think yes? So I actually, my immediate reaction is like, I don't think it would fit her now. Yeah. But, but I mean, I love it so much. She has to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. It would, okay. It would be fun, but I think she's, I think she's, I don't want to say she's too mature for that because that sounds that's like I'm so trying, funny. Okay. That's exactly what I was going to guess. And I don't want to say that because I feel like that's a euphemism for she's old you know <laughs> yeah I okay I guess now that now that you've like made me be a realistic person <laughs> I will say maybe not the short and curly but I really do wish she would go blonde again I really miss her as a blonde yeah you love her blonde I'm probably biased <laughs> yeah and I don't love her brunette because I'm brunette it's like her current hair feels like her um, and I know that's one thing that's like, yeah. oh, it's like, but it's like not, it's not fun is maybe the, you know, the right. thing, but, but it feels like it's her like comfort hairstyle. <laughs> it's definitely her comfort hairstyle. I'm just like imagining how freaking excited we would be if she changed her hair out of nowhere. Yeah. So you know what? The answer is yes, we do think it would be fun. I'm just not sure how it would go now. And I think she probably feels that way. I think she's doing a lot of things more safely than she ever did. True. But you know what, Drew, if you're listening, go blonde. Let's go blonde again. <laughs> or red it. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, let's see it. Okay, Um. this next question, sorry, we don't have a first name for you. So we'll just use your Instagram handle, which I'm going to try my best to read. I think it's KeyshoreNB1. Mm-hmm. And they want to know, can you share more unseen pics of Drew? <laughs> I think that you always try to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, a couple things I want to say about this. Number one is that we do have, if you go to our Instagram, we do share a lot of stuff in our stories. And in order to preserve those, we have a lot of highlights. Mm -hmm. So if you go to our highlights on our Instagram at Drewzeum, Sorry, just to clarify, it's not the podcast one, but it's at yep. museum. There are some really cool rare photos in those highlights. So you can go to, there's one that's called rare finds that speaks for itself. There's one that is rare movie photos that people like sent out requests for certain movies. And then we shared photos from our digital collection. Mm -hmm. 
but go through all of them because there's some really good stuff hiding in there that maybe if you missed, you can go back and check it out now. But yeah, yeah, we always try to share anything rare that we come across. We try not to be too greedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of the goal is to like always have, I guess they're not always unseen, but like rare is kind of what we're trying to do. Or like we try to share things that are like outtakes often instead yeah. of the like the main one that was on the cover of people magazine for example right <laughs> because like amazingly enough even after 25 years we are still coming across stuff we've yes. never seen before in fact yes. do you remember that joke we used to have never been seen no <laughs> is it like never been kissed but never I been think, seen yeah because i think like you know we used to type a lot in uh messages to each other and i think uh every time i was typing never been I would accidentally start writing kiss. <laughs> and so I made like a graphic of the poster of never been kissed and sent it to you, but it said never been seen. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. That so is dumb. amazing. <laughs> but yeah, it still happens. And it's like never not thrilling. Like I'm yes. always so freaking freaked I mean, out, excited. I want to die. <laughs> if you heard the episode that we did after we, after those um, pictures were posted on Drew's like TikTok or whatever it was. Yeah. Where she like shared those like the picture oh that we God. were speculating was like maybe her honeymoon she went to on her own after marrying Jeremy Thomas or like yeah those ones we were going nuts so that like we go nuts and we tend to share the things that we find yeah. I mean there are exceptions if we feel like it's private or something but other than that like these things are shared so if you're not following us on Drusium make sure you are yeah definitely do and also I would say even though it's inactive the old tumblr that we used to have it's still up Mm. it doesn't get updated in fact answering these questions sort of gave me a little bit of like oh I miss doing that because that was one of my favorite parts was answering people's questions yeah but uh, there's definitely some good stuff hiding in there too because on our website which does have some really rare stuff but we only share stuff that we physically own so like it's yeah. not going to be a photo of something that we found online. That's so, true. Yeah. So you got to go to our social stuff to see photos we found online. Yep. That's true. Okay. So Katie asked, is there anything you're still hunting for collection wise? Mm. I'm going to say that some of the things for me are things that you already have. Same. Like, yeah. So like, for example, like the um, sunglasses guess like yeah. standee or ad or <laughs> poster. They're probably like, I thought of another one just now. I was thinking that I still need Boulevard magazine with the Rolling Stone yeah. outtake on the cover. You have that. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted one of her yearbooks, like a yearbook from a school she went to. Ooh, yeah. That's always been high on my list. Um, There's still a Mew Mew ad that we both don't have that yep. we <laughs> came really close to getting and we need to go back and follow up on that. <laughs> Um, yeah. I feel like there's like probably a, like besides that one Mew Mew ad that we don't have, I think there might still be like another one that I don't have. I can't think of anything else that's like, like we both have the guest book that was like the Holy Grail. Oh, yeah. Um, That was my number one for a long time until I got it. Yep. And then I, I have a few things, so I don't want to sound ungrateful, but any production materials related to Drew from Scream. Like, oh, yeah. I know of there being polaroids out there that i would freaking give anything for (laughs) i i would love um speaking of production materials like just generally like um call sheets are super cool for many of her films um ashley has a a couple of costumes 
I don't have any of that stuff that yet. That's kind of like your forte, I think, in our collection. I went through a phase of that for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd have to kind of think about this more, but like the guest sunglasses standee or poster, like that feels like pretty high up there for me. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. And I'm sure, oh, there's also that magazine. It's like a newspaper magazine from 95 that oh, maybe you have. You know no, what I'm talking about. No, I don't have it. Uh, okay. Kent, our friend Kent has that one. It's called um, Fanfare, I think. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's got like a, a really, really cute, like <laughs> classic 95 Drew picture. Yeah. Can we maybe put like put a picture of that in the, yeah, I guess we'll all of these things we can check the um, website episode page. I just realized there was that one other thing, like a magazine that you wanted that had Drew and Sam Rockwell on the yeah, cover. Did you ever a, get that? No, I, I know it's an Asian magazine. Uh, it's called Pause. Okay, last question. And this is another one from Katie. Thanks for submitting all these great questions, Katie. Yeah. And everyone. She asks, aside from Drew herself, who would be a dream podcast guest? Ooh. I mean, I feel like one of the top ones that I think of is Chris Miller because yeah. he's worked with her for so long. That feels like too obvious, though. So I'm trying to and think too of- too attainable. Yeah. So <laughs> like, let's we're hoping see. we can make that happen. I mean, I just thought of this because I love Sam Rockwell and she's worked with him a couple of oh. times. I think it'd be awesome to get Sam Rockwell. Oh, my God. Nan- it, and Nancy. I'd be I- blushing so hard. Oh, Nancy's a great answer. Okay. So Nancy, it's probably Nancy. Okay. Good one. That's a good one. I have a similar one, um, but I'm going to co-sign on Nancy. Okay. But I would also, I went to Cameron Diaz because number one, she's going to have great stories. Number two, she's been friends with Drew for so long. And number three, like, I just think she'd be really fun to talk to. Yeah. And then I remembered that we met her, that we met her. Yeah. Like, this is what happens when you spend a lot of time in LA, you guys. It just happens. I know it sounds like we're so like, oh, and then we met this person. And then we met met Sam Rockwell. (laughs) Oh, you did. I didn't. Oh, but you saw him. Did I? Oh, my God. You don't remember when we manifested his freaking presence? Was it that book soup? Yes. (laughs) Okay, I do remember that. Should we quickly tell this story? Um, I think we should quickly tell the story of that and the Cameron Diaz. Okay. So let's start with Cameron Diaz, though. Okay. So Cameron Diaz, we were at a concert for 30 Seconds to Mars, and we'd, we'd like, seen that, or we knew that there was, like, an upstairs kind of VIP bar area. Like an after party. Yeah. At On the Rocks. Roxy on the Rocks. rocks. Yeah. (laughs) So we somehow got... (laughs) <laughs> like wristbands they were like people were giving like taking off wristbands and gave it to us can i interrupt yes yeah. also, also do you remember who opened for that show brent bolthouse yes <laughs> who is one of drew's longest and oldest friends he de- <laughs> did like a dj set this was a night of just that was a wild night anyway yeah so, so go back so, to the wristbands. so we got we got the wristbands from somebody that one what? of them was from the ground and i think even the like security guard like saw us getting them and he was just like didn't care right yeah and we weren't even like 21 or i had just turned 21 so that means i was younger i don't were younger okay so we got in and went upstairs i think did we see mikey up there yeah mikey from incubus (laughs) he was so sweet he gave me a kiss on the cheek and i was like but it was in a cute way not a creepy way just to clarify. <laughs> and then I don't remember, was Jared Leto up there or was he yes. like, okay. We met him and he seemed very short. <laughs> That's all I remember <laughs> about him. And then Cameron, we must've just like walked up and said, we're really big fans of Drew. Yeah. Cause I as think we, we do. told her that. <laughs> yeah, we did. And I don't remember what she said. 
I remember her just being really warm and like, oh, that's so great. Or like, just really cool about it. Yeah, it was very brief. It was very brief. Yeah, because it was really just a like, people were hanging out party. Like it wasn't- we should clarify like we did last time that Jared Leto and Cameron Diaz were dating at the time. <laughs> yeah, but they we never saw them together that night from what That's I remember. True. It was kind of weird. <laughs> I think it was right before they broke up, actually. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was our time meeting Cameron. But I just remember her being really sweet and like, you know, she could have been like, uh, okay, good for you. Like what? <laughs> I'm hanging out at my boyfriend's after party. Yeah, but I remember it being a good cool. and brief encounter for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Okay, remind me about manifesting Sam Rockwell. Oh my God. I do remember us seeing him now and I know you met him another time after. So this to me is like the number one example of our powers. <laughs> so I can't believe that you don't remember this as well as I do, but we were in LA uh, as we always were. And <laughs> we were at Tower Records, I think, and on Sunset. And I remember we were saying like, oh, who are the, like the people we still haven't met yet? Because like I said, that you just meet everybody <laughs> when you live there enough. Yeah. And we said, oh, we would love to see Luke Wilson, funnily enough, or Sam Rockwell. That'd be so cool. And <laughs> we literally walk across the street to book soup and we're looking at magazines. And as we're like, maybe even like leaving the newsstand, this like limo or town car pulls up in front of book soup <laughs> sam rockwell jumps out in like a suit runs inside and we're both sitting there with our jaws open like how <laughs> the hell did this just happen and then he runs back out like really quickly and takes off and we like were... as if he had he had like called in like i need this book i'm gonna pay yes. for it <laughs> yes. and we were so stunned because it'd been like not even an hour since we had put this out in the universe. <laughs> and we were so into him at that time that we didn't even respond. Like we, we couldn't even react. We there were wasn't just enough like, time. It was no. like, <laughs> it was so wild, but I did get our shot at redemption a few years later. He did like a Q and a um, before or after a movie during a film festival here. And it was very low key. And you could just buy tickets. And I was in the food court because it was in the Palms Casino. And I was in the food court afterward. And he came out and I was like, okay, I'm not missing my opportunity <laughs> this time. Like, I am stopping him. And he was so cool and so cute. And yeah, so you still need your uh, second chance with him. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so that wraps up. That's our last question. It was, it was uh, I guess our last question was- We really went on a like- <laughs> a tangent but worthwhile worthwhile fun stories hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to them (laughs) yes and if you liked this episode let us know we can do more of them you know once in a while we can do a q a and really thanks you guys for submitting these questions uh when you put out a call like this you never know if there's going to be much response and we did get like great questions and we really appreciate it and we would love to do this again it was really fun yeah it was um, and it's like, like we said, like we, ch- we did this because we were like, oh, this will be kind of like a post holiday, kind of easy to do. And we're having fun just answering yeah. these questions. You can probably tell. <laughs> not not that, that we're we, not always having yeah, fun. <laughs> but we didn't have to do any research, which is kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Even true. though I, I love the research, it's like, feels like homework in a way. So this yeah, is like a, a, more it's of a just break. <laughs> a different little, like almost like a hangout. Instead yeah. Of, like, sort of like over Thanksgiving, we did the one with Jolena where we just sat around and talked. 
Yes. yes. Nice to do so, those once in a while. Yeah, but you like, guys, you can expect us to come back with some good, well-researched material very soon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't worry. We won't be doing all Q&A episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks again, you guys, for participating and listening. And if you enjoyed this, go leave a rating or even better, a review. You go to Apple Podcasts and you leave us a review. I will personally make sure that we read your review on the air and tell you how awesome you are. (laughs) Oh, that's that is like the reward of a lifetime. I know. Right. What could be better? Go do it, guys. (laughs) And then go over to Instagram and follow us on How Do You Do Pod. Or like I mentioned before, if you want to get some of those rare photos of Drew, like we were talking about, follow us at Drewzeum as well. And we link to both of those in each other's bio. So it's pretty easy to find. Yes. And don't forget to visit our website at howdoyoudrew.com. Every week we put together an episode page. Ashley c- compiles pictures based on what we talked about. So you don't always... always have to say that I'm the one who does it. It's okay. <laughs> but the, vis- the visual aid is there, even though this is an audio <laughs> podcast. If you'd like to check it out, check it out when you're not driving. When you're not, <laughs> you know, if, if you do it while you're working, I won't tell your boss. I mean, um... <laughs> I put it together while I'm working. <laughs> And also, don't forget to send listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com. It can be anything. This time you can tell us what was your favorite part of our Q&A episode. Send us a question for next time. Whatever you want. And we'll see you next Tuesday for real this time. We're not skipping a week again. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. And we're having fun. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. This episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewzeum.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo, and last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her. We do this for you. Thank Thank you. you.